0: biotalkradio.com. Song. This is the Firefly Funhouse, and I want to introduce you to some very special friends that I've met along the way. Hey, this is Adam Copeland, aka the Radar Superstar.
1: Hey, guys, this is Renee Piquet.
0: This is Shane from WWE. This is WWE Superstar Drew McIntyre. Hello, this is WWE Hall of Famer, the Heartbreak Kid,
1: Shawn Michaels. Hi, this is Bree, and this is Nikki, and we're
0: the battle Twins. This is Christopher Daniels, and what I like to do on my off days is listen to the rap, and now you are. And it is awesome. Stratisfaction is guaranteed. It's time to experience the award winning The Rack. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. I love kickball. I'm back, taking souls and digging
1: holes.
0: I'm gonna break your bitch, you hear me? You can laugh, but you can't touch ruthless <laughs> aggression. <laughs> With your host, I like puppets. Stickers! And her producer, Sir Rockin. My little creatures of the night will now experience the magical art of puppetry. And <laughs> What the game is playing! Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. We're here. Yowie Wowie!
1: Good evening, everyone. Welcome to The Rack, right here on WildTalkRadio.com, brought to by our friends over at MBG Films. Check them out at YouTube.com slash MBG1211. And if you're listening to a over on RackRadioShow.com, WildTalkRadio.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. you're on Twitch and you happen to have a Prime Gaming sub available, you can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button down the bottom screen and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. You can also subscribe the regular way, follow the channel, hang out and chat, or listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. I'm your host, Lindsay Ward. Joining me as always is the ever faithful producer, slash co-host, slash handyman Sir Rockin.
2: We're here. We're live. It's it's Thursday. Mm-hmm. It's Thursday. Tweet us at Wild wildtalkradio.com. We're here at twitch.tv slash WTR live to interact with us live.
1: I feel like we've lived a month in the last seven days.
2: We've lived a year in the last month. <laughs> Think about it. Just
1: we stay. have. No, there's been so much shit that's just happened in the last 30-odd days that it's just been insane. It really has. Like, can can everybody just calm their tit just for five minutes just
2: no everybody calm down they sadly cannot
1: no they can't they really can't um so we're gonna be talking news we're gonna be talking nxt uh we will be talking the thing tonight um we're not going to get specific but we will be talking about specific things that happened um so if you are sensitive to that kind of content we will warn you before we talk about it um just so you have time to mute. Um but yeah, so some interesting interesting things to discuss. I say we don't wait any longer. We just jump right into the news brought to you by our friends over at MBGfilmsyoutube.com slash MBG twelve eleven. Let's go for it. I'm gonna close with it. Yeah. So there's been some announcing Actually wait, no. Scratch that, reverse it. Teen A announced their return to their weekly broadcast explosion. Which will air exclusively on TNA Plus before making its way to YouTube for free viewing. The show will air weekly every Friday on TNA Plus, the TNA streaming service. And then the episode moves to YouTube on TNA's channel every Tuesday. So check that out. They're making more strides.
2: They are. So will be two matches along with weekly like video features for Explosion. So you get two matches for, in addition to some you know interview-type packages and whatnot. For TNA Explosions, back after a few years absence, it's back, and now that TNA is back, you're gonna bring back everything. So, Explosion is here, more content for their provider. For, you could sign up for TNA Plus, their subscription service, so you can get all their premium live events and more with TNA Plus. Ding. And, and yes, they are premium live events, not paper. Like you do. So it, it, the services, is, as we think we mentioned, is through Endeavor.
1: Interesting. Very, mm-hmm. very, very interesting. I think there's some friendships or some purchases that might have happened or will be happening here soon. Um, just my personal thoughts. Eventually, but...
2: eventually, but right now it's just, you know, they like working with people and pro- providing content.
1: I think this is great news for news for TNA. I think this is this is awesome. Like we always talk about TNA as this like basically dark horse that continues to survive no matter what, right? And the fact that they're growing again, the fact that they're they're bringing stuff back after so much just BS that went down with the company, I believe that to be an awesome thing. Yeah. and keep going, especially especially now in this day and age where they can utilize things like YouTube and Twitch and everything else. Where back in the day, they weren't necessarily able to because back in the dark times, YouTube wasn't really a thing yet. It was just, like, kind of starting to grow.
2: I mean, especially live streaming on YouTube. YouTube has been a thing for a while, but live streaming content, which they've started to do. Um, because Impact airs on YouTube 30 minutes. So it's not live, but it streams. it's a stream. Uh, 30 minutes after the traditional broadcast on television starts. So 8.30 p.m. Eastern, it'll start compared to um APM on TV
1: which is awesome. Yeah,
2: and that's part of their whatever the TNA not T it's not TNA plus cuz that's that's the streaming service whatever what their membership service is on YouTube. Yeah. Whatever their their subscription plan is there.
1: Yeah, which I'm not sure what it is, but go check I it out. Know,
2: I don't know the exact name, you just become a member for their channel like you do any other channel. Um but they probably have a certain name they like to call it.
1: Branding. Mm-hmm. Those branding schemes, damn it. Everyone likes a brand
2: new scheme.
1: Everybody does indeed like a brand new scheme. Moving on to AEW. CMLL's brightest stars will be working with All Elite Wrestling as part of a new partnership between AEW and CMLL. Mystico, Henricho, Voldar Jr., and Mascara Dordoa. I'm so sorry I missed everything. Dorada. Dorada, thank you. Mispronunciation, awesome. We'll be wrestling in AEW.
2: Yeah, their appearances started a week ago, Saturday, and they really made their appearance last night on AEW Dynamite. Because you know the one thing AEW needed was was more wrestlers. Sure, heard a number of like the hundred ninety five people are under work for them in some fashion. Hundred
1: ninety five?
2: I think so. Yeah.
1: Just ring talent? Yeah. God, that's a lot. Yeah, just it just it's
2: and it's a lot. I hope it's. That it seems like a lot of people. That's a lot. That might be too many. Might not be the exact number, but it's over a hundred. It's over hundred and fifty people, based on people they have in Ring of Honor and people they have because the, Ring of Honor works for AEW and AEW does ROH stuff. So it's like it's a combination of so. And they have a lot of people that don't wrestle, like J- Jake yeah. Hager doesn't. Barely rustles. Like, like a lot of the talent, rarely rustles, and they just—they're they're managers, and, and they—they're part of factions, and it's—it's uh, it's a lot to f- keep track of. and then, then by the way, rankings are back for AEW. Congrats to them. ranking rankings again. Woo! Where they have five people for t- a top five ranking ship for their men's con- titles, with four belts. So how does that exactly? work. Are you just contending for the world title, or are you contending for all titles? No one ever said anything about that. But hey, y- y- you know, that's kind of lo- logical. That mm-hmm. yep, makes sense. Math. So, yeah.
1: Is that wrestling math?
2: It's, it's ru- wrestling math. By the way, Chad, we have new emotes. Two new emotes. Can you use no, we don't! Science? Yes, we do. No,
1: we don't! No! We, we we do. No! There are
2: two new emotes.
1: They are vile and rude things.
2: Yes, wrestling math. Growth. Gross, yes. Um,
1: I just... I don't... Matt, you're banned. Um, I don't understand, just to kind of go on the rankings. And to be fair...
2: Also, by the way, before you continue, you can do exclamation point expert in chat now. I hate you. No, you um, see what? It, it has nothing to do with you. It, that has nothing to do with you. But you I'm can try I'm
1: triggered by that word now, by the way.
2: I know. Expert. There you go. See?
1: Oh, my God in heaven. <laughs> um, I don't I understand... Not, not to, uh, not to like make fun of AEW or anything, but I don't understand why a company with predetermined outcomes has wrest- has rankings. I've never understood that about AEW. From day one, I have never understood why they have rankings. It seems like a ridiculous concept to me, where all the matches are predetermined right? Mm-hmm. So it's like quite literally the points are made up and the rules don't matter. Yes. And so it's like for them to be like, well, we have rankings. You literally determine people's rankings. Yes. It's not like you're actually having them go out there and sh- wrestle and it matters. Correct. So I know it's like a way to like justify of, oh, so-and-so has like a 55 and 0 record or an 0 and 55 record. So they shouldn't go for <sighs> a title or they should go for a title. Like you it's a way to justify it, but at the same time, to me, it feels a little bit ridiculous because you can shoot yourself in the foot with that so freaking easily by just saying, oh, you know, we're going to have the person that has the completely losing record and hasn't won a match all year go for a title. Well, why are you going to do that over the guy that's maybe like 500 and, you know, probably has a better shot than the guy that's always lost?
2: You you want to know why the rankings went away? Hmm. CM Punk. CM Punk.
1: CM Punk. It,
2: the best thing he ever did was give
1: the rankings. I don't, uh, you know, uh, a broken clock is right twice a day. Yes. I, no, I I agree with him in that sense. That it's like to me, it seems like a silly concept. But if it works for them, if it makes them happy, if it's the what they want to do, go live your life. But to me, in a company where it is a predetermined outcome and everybody knows that it is a predetermined outcome, rankings are silly. They're just very silly things to me. But whatever works for you,
2: whatever works.
1: And speaking of whatever works, maybe on to WWE, we've had some announcing shakeups. As we saw, Pat McAfee return to Monday Night Raw this past Monday. He will be joining. Michael Cole on the desk until football season starts. And then we have <laughs> brand new voices for SmackDown. Let's all be real. He's only sticking around for football season. Um, Corey Graves and Wade Barrett will be taking over the desk on SmackDown. So I'm glad to see Wade landed somewhere. So it it worried about him.
2: It appears Corey is going to be play by play and Wade's going to be color.
1: That's going to be interesting. Yes. Because
2: Corey's not been a play by play guy. And neither has Wade. So... It would be interesting if they shared the role and kind of made new roles out of it. That would make things interesting.
1: I was going to say, if they just kind of bounce off each other, I think it could be good. Like, they talk about the matches. Like, I, I mean, think I think it will I mean, be a cool mix.
2: It'll be a good mix. I kind of feel like they're going to need I I don't know how this is going to go. They may need, I feel gonna need a third. They're going to need a third and i know they don't want a third i know they like they want to get away from a three-man booth but
1: the thing ah. is is like in certain instances a three-man booth is beneficial especially if you need just that straight play-by-play person you can have two color commentators add to it and having three voices is not necessarily a bad thing um yeah
2: Corey's a heel so and so is like but wade's also a heel but also axe face sometimes Like it could work um it's it's going to be odd. It's going to be odd. That's the best way to put it. It's going to be odd tomorrow hearing it. But you're going to need When it comes... Like, for SmackDown, it might be all right. Because they're not... They don't have to do pay-per-views, premium live events together. Because that's Cole. Yeah. So, like, for big matches, you're fine. Maybe they don't know who to replace Victor with. Um... I don't think it's... The, I don't think it's that because they have people who can do play-by-play. They, they really don't want to go back to the three-man booth, but they have... They want Pat. And you need to put people places and you're not going to get rid of Corey or Wade because you like both of them and they're, they're really good at their jobs so and Lindsay said Pat's here probably to a football play maybe beyond that because we, we talked about it last week That you know that Netflix thing mm-hmm. he'd be really good for to be the, the, the lead commentator for the Netflix show
1: he would be great for the lead commentator <laughs> on the Netflix show but it all depends on what his travel schedule is and what he's willing to commit to because he's <laughs> Oh, a no. busy busy guy during but, college football season.
2: But I don't know if he's confirmed for college football yet. That's we'll that's find- that's that's what's up in the air whether he's I don't know if he has one more year left or this was his final year on game day. I have no idea. That's it, more to come.
1: Yeah, we'll hear we'll hear later in the year on that. I'm sure they'll go ahead and lock him up if they if they want but yeah i i don't expect pat to be around in the fall i expect him to go do game day again or go do something else with college football and then they do an announcer shift uh, which is not a bad thing especially if raw is moving to netflix because they'll reshift the announcers anyway especially when for that two,
2: th- for that 2 month period or 3 month period where they're not on television. That's going to be weird. I think we more to come on that. Yeah.
1: I think they're going to stay on USA for the time being. Um we'll see. We'll but we'll get more information on that. But yeah. So, we'll see how it goes. I mean, they may add a third voice. They could have Vic Joseph come up from Smackdown or from um NXT and have him work on NXT. Um or not, NXT, goddamn Smackdown. There we go. I'll get the show right. Um have him just work with them on SmackDown until they can kind of get their groove. Like, I'm sure they've been working together. That's the thing, like i'm cole is pretty because cole runs the announcers he manages all the announcers so he's pretty fastidious about all of that and trying to make sure everything is the best it can possibly be yeah that's why that's why they ended up getting rid of kevin patrick is like he's a wonderful guy he's a great announcer he's just not a good wrestling announcer
2: he doesn't do the sports entertainment well
1: so it's they they went ahead and made that trigger that's why you're seeing like a lot of different things happening with the announcers is because michael cole number one michael cole has been trying to find his replacement because goddamn, he wants to retire and they just won't let him um but number two he wants to make sure he finds enough replacements that they're good for a while and they can cycle people in and out because if anybody understands how quickly you can burn out in that job it's michael cole it's michael cole michael and he's um, seen a lot of stuff
2: because how many times let's go back how many times did somebody name Mr. McMahon, get annoyed with um, announcers who he would bring in to replace Jim Ross and then always would bring back Jim Ross. Because
1: he wants them to do what Jim Ross can do (laughs) and only Jim Ross can do what Jim Ross can do. And the same thing with Michael Cole.
2: So, like, that was the thing. Every time they would try to get Joey, it was like Joey Styles at one point. Got the raw announced job, and then well, J- well, Joey, we we want you to be more like Jr. Well, you have Jr., but we don't want jr We want you to be like Jr. And Coach Styles was like, um, can't. So they kicked him off WrestleMania, and then Jr. called WrestleMania, and then it led to Joey Styles' miss promo, which was amazing about the Spirit Squad and showing more spirit. Um, <laughs> and then ECW came back, and then Joey had a job, and then Joey is no longer around. Um, so, con- congrats. Um, anyway, um, besides the point, moving on.
1: <laughs> moving on. So, um, best of luck to Cory and Wade <laughs> as they move forward in their announcing endeavors. So, this is the point of the program. No no,
2: no, 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 no,
1: no, no. Oh, no, we're saving it for the end end? Okay, all right, Blame Bruns.
2: Might as well get through this part.
1: Bones breaking, backs cracking,
2: shoulders snapping. It's this week's injury roundup.
1: You know, this is an unfortunate one, um, but it's made the road to WrestleMania a little interesting. Um, CM Punk is out with a torn tricep. Hashtag blame Brent. So it occurred. Go ahead. It occurred Sunday night. Saturday. Or no, Saturday night in the Royal Rumble when he took the slam from Drew McIntyre. The DDT. Yeah.
2: So what's well, funny? What? <laughs> Guess who had t- uh, tricep surgery today? CM Punk? Bruce Pritchard. Oh god.
1: Wait, can Bruce Pritchard have tricep
2: surgery? He apparently had tricep surgery today, so can they get a two for one deal? Um Shit. <laughs> Conveniently gets tricep surgery. Um <laughs> Who's the who,
1: wait, who's the dude down in Alabama that they use?
2: James Andrews for the longest
1: time, yeah. They built that man's whole career. What are you talking about? That whole surgical center. He like he's got a whole op, like pun intended operation down there. Like a rehab center and like everything else, man. Like between WWE and I think the NFL and possibly Major League Baseball, like he is the premier surgeon
2: yeah now chat we're gonna give you a five second warning of hey we're gonna be talking about sensitive subject now in five four three two one sensitive subject
1: ding so last week because we had a shit ton of news we apparently needed more um it broke on the interwebs that one vincent kennedy mcmahon was being sued by an ex-employee uh for among many other things sexual trafficking i believe sexual assault um several other charges and the 6070 page document was leaked to the internet for everybody's reading pleasure
2: it was not could clarify it was not leaked it's just it's free to view because of legal legalities
1: yeah but it's it came out really super fast. Normally, it takes those things a couple days. Somebody was on it that day. Oh uh, yeah. But the document <laughs> doc the document is out there for your reading pleasure. If you would like to read it, I will uh, warn hold
2: you, on. Have... Just don't. Just have yeah. the eye
1: bleach ready. Yeah, uh, that's all I'm going to tell you. Just have the eye bleach ready. Mm-hmm. Um, and it accuses McMahon essentially of doing these things within the last two to three years to a former wwe employee somebody who he blackmailed and extorted for sex
2: Janelle. um
1: janelle grant i didn't want to say her name it's
2: it's public knowledge and everyone knows
1: i know but i'm just trying to be respectful um where he basically (laughs) i'm gonna
2: cut you off they're not because they're her lawyers out there talking so it's fine
1: okay Anyway, Miss Grant was basically extorted for sex by Vince um, where all these promises were made um, and he didn't necessarily follow follow through on them and then on top of that, she was passed around and offered to wrestlers, executives, um... Pretty much anybody Vince felt needed to have a good time. And also there were pornographic videos and pictures distributed by Vince of Miss Grant to people uh, in the company. um, Both prospective talent and current talent as well as executives. This is a massive story. um, And this is not a new thing. Vince was accused last year. This is widely believed to be, this particular lawsuit is widely believed to be the thing that took him down. It was. Uh, prior to the sale. Um, and that was the reason he resigned the first time. Mm-hmm. Only to come back to execute the sale. Um, and so- now it has come to bite him in the ass. Again. <laughs> Again. Because apparently he... Stop paying her
2: they said so long story short at the end of their relationship he forced her to sign an nda and then paid um, part of it or or, and then was going to make payments after the first one or two payments he he
1: stopped and well here we are here we are it it violates the nda agreement she's taking him to court named in the documents are vince mcmahon wwe and john lauronitis Specifically, there are also several unnamed executives. Um, Stephen McMahon's name appears, as well as several others. Um, and it's it's a thing. Um, mm-hmm. So we didn't talk about it last week because it had just broken, and, and there was and no to, there, and
2: there was no wrestling tie-in yet.
1: Well, there was no wrestling tie-in, but also it had just broken. It was quite literally just the legal document in the lawsuit. Nothing had happened yet. Well come friday morning or friday afternoon um vince effectively resigned immediately from wwe as from all positions all posts all, all the things he's no longer the executive chairman of the board of tko he no longer has anything to do with wwe outside of stock um which is believed that he will probably be bought out here very soon that's that's speculation that's not confirmed um, the SEC has been notified as of Monday morning by TKO that Vince has resigned and he's no longer a part of the company. Um, Vince has okay, obviously I'm... denied the allegations yeah, several so times.
2: I'm going to interrupt really quick. Snicker or not Snickers, uh, Slim Jim was pulling um, their sponsorship from the Royal Rumble, thus leading to the quick action to get him removed from his spot as the executive chairman
1: continue. yeah Slim Jim and what's speculated is several others threatened to pull their sponsorships. Slim Jim went as far as to publicly announce that they were pausing their sponsorship with WWE until um, they could make further assessments and pretty much I think with like an hour or two of that being announced, Vince had resigned um, which is not a terribly surprising remo- like action. everybody was calling for him to be removed or to be let go. Um, and obviously, for legal reasons, they had to look at everything and work it out. Um, but this is a fairly quick removal. like this is it it was within twenty four hours. Um, and then yeah. obviously they've been dealing with the legality of the situation over the weekend, and Slim Jim unpaused their sponsorship. As far as we are aware, nobody has backed out of any further events, including yeah, they... WrestleMania
2: neither and and netflix is still on board um yeah they were they they made specific comments this week that vince is gone everything's fine vince is good vince is gone they're good yeah No, he's not he's not has no role within the company whatsoever
1: so this whole thing is just kind of insane so let's talk about today and then there's
2: there's more Steph, she's listed there I don't know if she's she I believe miss McMahon was listed or someone who fit her description in a role was listed as leading the committee not knowing of anything but she was involved in the committee that um
1: investigated it investigated
2: the the, the the special committee that did it the towards the end of 2022
1: yeah so she's she's not named as one of the defendants but she is I think in one of the On one of the many many pages she is listed as leading the special committee um and just to be fair it is innocent until proven guilty on terms of who knows what who did what who said what who looked at what who did things however there have been other implications such as um, a former ufc champion who um, they were trying to sign and did resign um is which is widely to believe to be brock lesnar and why he's not showing up right now uh is because he is potentially implicated in this and so they're like yeah no we're gonna we're gonna hit the brakes on that one just a little bit you know so, just 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 a little bit this happened by the way all of this happened like 24 hours before the royal rumble
2: okay so gonna inter- interrupt again to add more more context and more detail regarding the Brock Lesnar thing. Brock Lesnar currently is, is going to be in WWE Two K Twenty Four, but we will we'll be very downplayed as in terms of um, I don't think you can remove him at, at this stage.
1: When does but the gang it, come out? March. Yes. Yeah, it's already been set to production. They can't pull him out. They they unless they pause the production on the um... which
2: they will will not. But they could, yeah. you could, it, it's, I don't know, these days you can do anything because basically anything that's put in production is a download anyhow, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, your, your, your discs don't really matter. They still charge you money for it. it they're you're still downloading. So it's nothing physical actually on disc anymore. It's just a download file. Anyway, that's a different rant for a different day, but that's just uh, d- digital. But what is currently active is the WWE Supercard game. He's involved, he's, you know, a card in the game. If you currently have a Brock Lesnar card, then you're fine, you're good, you're safe, whatever. You can no longer pull a Brock Lesnar card in WWE Supercard as of today. Oh, wow. So, because 2K is also part of that, so that's why... So, he's he's being downplayed as of now. Doesn't mean he will not return to the game, but for the time being, he is not part of it because of legal reasons. So...
1: What they're doing is they're they're doing massive levels of damage control as much as they possibly can. And there is a lot of um, speculation about what's going to happen with WWE moving forward. Uh, rumors are flying over the weekend that TKO was effectively going to clean house and get rid of all of Vince's people. I There's no confirmation on that. Nothing has happened. Nobody was fired this week as a result of this. Um, it could still happen though. Obviously they have to do their own internal investigation. They have to look into this. They have to determine who was involved, who knew what and what the proper punishment would be going forward. Um, you had Ronda Rousey call out Bruce P- Pritchard over the weekend as well <laughs> she um, ca-
2: she called um, Bruce Pritchard Vince McMahon's avatar even though Vince McMahon is gone Bruce Pritchard would still be his voice and she would know because she was there when Vince was gone in 2022 and or 2023 and still making changes to things and acting on behalf of Vince in and, and her mind and when she, someone like Ronda Rousey makes a statement, who has 3.4 million followers on, on, on I believe Twitter or, or Instagram, or one of them are combined or something, she has a reach, she's a platform. That's not good, um, f- for starters. Uh, <laughs> so who knows what happens with Bruce going forward? Conveniently gets tricep surgery this week. Mm.
1: Um, they, they they can still fire you. Despite having surgery, I'm just.
2: Saying. Oh know, He just, it just he gets <laughs> step away from the from the product for a bit. Um, just.
1: Yeah, he has to go recover, so he's not uh, a part of it. So he's gonna uh, let this all blow over. Um, uh
2: huh. So, <laughs> it just can be conveniently that, but he's been in, he's been hurt for a while. I, I do know that, but it's just the timing is just. Very yeah, the con- timing is con- very very it, convenient for things. So, um. Yeah,
1: yeah. and. I,
2: <laughs> and then there's, uh, People Power today. himself. We'll talk about, about Laurenitis.
1: All right. Johnny Ace has been, um, very, very quiet throughout this whole thing until today, where he, through his lawyer issued a statement denying the allegations, um, against himself, claiming that he was quote-unquote a victim of... Of this, as well as Miss Grant, implying that uh, he was just a stooge. He wasn't a part of this in terms of being a ringleader. That it was apparently all Vince's idea. Which clearly
2: clearly it was. Which clearly it was. It it was. Well, what he did was confirm...
1: Everything was true.
2: Everything was true. So... (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It is... Laurinaitis...
1: Laurinaitis rolled. So fucking hard today. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. And not to defend him because I'm not trying to defend him, but it makes sense. And here's why. Because right now it's civil. But if they can prove that there's anything criminal, which I pretty much seems like there has been some criminal activity as well in this case, this could go to criminal court and everybody involved in this on some level may possibly be convicted. Vince for sure john very much possibly so it's kind of like he's in save save his own ass mode right now which is he's going to roll he's going to turn he's going to tell them every every piece of information he can because in terms of civil if this goes to civil court and she wins he can she can take him and vince for everything they're fucking worth potentially
2: so so if i am Endeavor, who owns World Wrestling Entertainment, who was in part of this lawsuit, I would do anything in my power to avoid discovery, avoid a uh, trial, avoid any th- further, uh, you know, legal ease, and um, have Vince McMahon pay this woman off for good. Um,
1: yeah, you find a way to settle this.
2: Because you settle this before it hits any more lawyers and, doc- and, and court proceedings or any kind of thing, because if they get to discovery, a lot of people are gonna be screwed. Um, and well, here's more people will come out and talk about things. And according to Mrs. Gra- Miss Grant's lawyer, there are people flooding his email box who want to s- speak up, whether they're that's actual statements or not. But it's just people are willing to speak up about what is going on in inside of World Wrestling Entertainment or what was going on inside World Wrestling Entertainment at that point.
1: Well, yeah, it's basically, it's cover your ass. It's save your own ass mode at this point. It's, and to be fair, the one person that could keep them all quiet is gone. That threat that Vince could make of whatever he was going to do to you is gone. So it's, yeah, no, it's, if, if, if there's, civil lawsuits going on if there's money that's going to be expected to be paid if there's criminal charges potentially pending from all of this yeah no it's i'll tell you what you want to know i'll help you with this as long as you get keep my name out of it or you do whatever yeah sure i'll give you whatever whatever you want to know because here's here's the other side of this Discovery is going to be really easy for them because it's already been investigated internally by WWE. So all the documentation is already there. It's are yeah. they already have names and that kind of thing ready to go.
2: So I, I read something today, and it was, it was kind of amusing. But could you you know these legal proceedings sort of happen in cases like this? And there's court documents, and there's documents, in companies, there's there's paperwork track right mm-hmm. everything. Well, WWE moved um, offices right. <laughs> The last year, wouldn't it be something if some of those computers that had all those files and documents on just sort of disappeared? Um, That server got shut down. We don't know what we don't don't know what happened. That's that would be Vince McMahon's only savior Um, at that point. I don't think anything happened. It would would just it was a funny answer on on Twitter. Um, No,
1: considering the fact that the text messages got leaked in this whole thing, I they have everything.
2: They have everything. They
1: have everything. But it was just a Somebody, funny
2: anecdote about it. That's all.
1: You know, if, if they're smart, because here's the other side of it: they moved offices last year, but TKO TKO is not a fool, so it's like if you have something like that on Vince, you hold on to that shit, and you okay. make sure that you keep that in a safe place, just just in he's
2: So it has been. It's being widely speculated and reported by by multiple people that Ari Emanuel, the owner of of um Endeavor and TKO, and a bit of me now, um. Is going to clean house of all the mess. His main priority is because guess who's been working for WWE for the last year? His daughter. So he's going to make sure nothing inappropriate is happening now that his daughter is working for that company. Yep. And R. Emanuel, who's very, very ruthless in business, is not going to hesitate. He doesn't care. He's, he can find someone else to do a job. It's what he's done his entire, you know, professional <laughs> career he's found some people to job he walked away from a Saudi deal years ago just because he didn't like the practices and whatnot and he he backed away Uh what's funny is Vince McMahon's final b- business move is creating the Saudi deal for the UFC this past year ironic uh, very ironic oh so <laughs> that will be his last real um con- contribution I guess republic t- contribution to to the sports entertainment realm and TKO um. So, yeah, there's a lot of people who were very crit- critical of the way um the br- post-Royal Rumble press conference was handled.
1: Before but, before we go to that... I, 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 let
2: me just finish with one statement, because I, I don't really want to get into it. Okay. Every, everyone really overblew everything that they think Triple H said or didn't say, but y- what did you expect him to really say? He couldn't say much, and he's... G- Triple H, Paul Levesque, is not a board member anymore of WWE or even TKO. He is the chief content officer of the company. focus focuses on the creative end. He's not the face of this company anymore. He's not that guy. He gave his statement. He's focusing on the positives, like where Monday Night Raw is going and how successful the Royal Rumble is. Could he have said it differently and not used the word amazing week? Yes, but he's focusing on the positives. And he has his children to worry about because it's their grandfather. And um, his wife, who is Vince's daughter, and things. It's He's in a bad spot. But it wasn't as bad as all the reporters tried to make it seem. Because if he said no comment, they would have pressed him on it. And he would continue to give no comment. And then reporters would have gone on their Twitters and go, Well, he didn't say anything. Now they're just going, Well, he didn't say the thing correctly. They would have been mad either way. Anyway continue
1: everything he said was probably dictated to him on some level by legal from tko or from the higher ups on tko because they knew he was going to walk out in that press conference and they knew that that question was going to get asked because reporters be reporters and they have every right to ask that question and they should be asking the question of what's going on and how do you feel about it and like you said it's a very, very, very difficult situation for Hunter. Because, first and foremost, it involves his family. Mm-hmm. Vince is his father-in-law. Stephanie is his is Vince's daughter. And Hunter's children are old enough to know what's going on. And what makes this worse is that this has gone absolutely viral. It's absolutely everywhere. And I would... Hope to God it's not being brought up to Hunter's children in school, but it may very well be. And they have to deal with it from that angle. And just the own personal embarrassment that comes from that and the fact that he can't even really potentially shield his own children from it has to be absolutely horrific. And then there's the professional side of it. Should he be asked about it? Yes. But he, like you mentioned, he's the chief content officer. The official statement on this should not be coming from Hunter. It should be coming from Ari Emanuel or somebody else on the board that is qualified to make the statement regarding the situation and Vince McMahon on the whole. It should not be coming from Hunter. Do I agree that he could have said it better? Yes, he could have. But he has to be very, very, very careful about how he says it and what he says because it will get back to his family. It will get back to his children. And also, I believe at this stage of the lawsuit, anything they say can be usable. Anything. They can use that later on in court proceeding. So he can't really say anything that's of any value. And to everybody who's like, well, he could have said it's a legal situation. Everybody already knows it's a legal situation. He doesn't need to say it's a legal situation. You saying he should have said it's a legal situation is automatically why he doesn't need to say it. Because you already know everybody already knows that he's not going to say anything for legal reasons that it's and that he just probably doesn't want to talk about it anymore he's probably that's probably all he's talked about if you really think about it since the story broke because can you imagine? Because what, he was apparently a, at a show when it broke, wasn't
2: he? Supposedly they all found out together, yeah.
1: Supposedly the official story is that that like Hunter and the talent all found out together that day of what happened. And I'm sure all he's been doing since that time is just trying to maintain the situation and trying to control the situation and... I'm sure that there have been meetings and there have been emails and there have been things sent out. Trust me, because when corporate crises happens, nobody works faster than HR um, to and legal.
2: Because it came out what Thursday?
1: It came out Thursday, so I promise you,
2: they were they were at um, Rumble rehearsal.
1: Yeah, so he he and the talent were together when the story broke, um, which had to be just utterly humiliating for him to be with everybody in the company and you find out that information if he didn't already know i'm not saying he did or he didn't but just to have that break had to be horrific for him personally um and then of course there had probably been a billion emails being sent out to everybody in corporate everybody on staff from legal from hr basically saying don't fucking say a word don't talk to the press don't do anything just keep, for right now, just keep your mouth shut. And they're they're being advised on what to do from legal. And I respect that. As somebody who works in corporate, as somebody who has not been in situations like this, but we had a massive um, issue a couple years ago at my company, and just the amount of emails from legal just saying, just don't talk to the press, we're just insane. Um, so Hunter's only basically doing what he's being told to do. It's not an excuse, but... I wish more people would have taken that into account. Like I understand it's a hot button topic. I understand everybody wanted to hear what he had to say on sad- on Saturday night. I understand some people were pissy that he didn't give them the answer that he wanted. But y'all just need to chill. Everybody just needs to calm down. It wasn't that bad. It could have been worse. He could have said no comment or they may- they could have just not had him go out there. Which would have created
2: other- would have created a bigger story why he would not have facing the press. Yeah. So, so he went out there, faced the music and whatever. Anyway, that's that's... Besides the point. This situation is shitty. It sucks. It. I feel sorry for everyone involved except for Vince McMahon and John Laurinaitis. Um They can... Um, n- n- yep. So...
1: <laughs> is John Laurinaitis still with the company? N- or- no or did he leave
2: i I once vince left i assume johnny i don't think
1: johnny's with them did he manage to cling on after vince left the first time or did he come back i think I'm he trying to remember.
2: was removed i don't remember but they can all just kick rocks um anyway um
1: it's a horrible situation i feel very bad for grant i hope justice is served for her and everyone um, else and everyone else. Unfortunately, I don't think this is the last time that we will hear about something like this with from Vince. It's been well documented that there are other ladies out there that are under NDAs, and if Vince has not been paying them as he should be, then I wonder how many others will go and get lawyers to get them to sue Vince. For the fact that he's basically breached the nda and they can they can bring the story forward um which is horrible to think about because but it's at this point there's a pattern you can see there's a pattern with him it's and it's disgusting but my hope and my prayer is that justice serve for everybody and for the love of god vince please don't come back please don't try to come back i do not want to be sitting here doing this show a year from now talking about how vince mcmahon is trying to force his way back in Please don't do that. Just stay away.
2: The positive is he has no power to do so so because he does not have any controlling interest in the world in World Wrestling Entertainment TKO like he did a year year and a half ago when he still owned WWE.
1: I know, and I know Ari won't let him but still just don't don't try. Just just stay away. And that goes for anybody else. Like if, in terms of Endeavor, or excuse me, in terms of uh, TKO coming in and cleaning house and getting ready, people, they should. They absolutely should. And I don't know if people have been placed on administrative leave, or what the situation is. There's obviously no information coming out about that, but that really should have been the first thing that happened when the story broke. Is anybody that is connected with Vince that is non-necessary personnel, they go on administrative leave. And by and by necessary personnel, I basically mean somebody like Hunter, who they need him for Rumble. But after that, you sit there and you kind of look at how much how much can he do without going on leave. Because obviously he has to book the shows. So he is essential to the product. But everybody else, you kind of sit there and you look at it and you go, yeah, we're going to suspend you from your duties for the time being until we figure out exactly how connected you are to this. Yeah, And then you start letting go. But if people are smart and they're anyway connected with this, you resign quietly with your tail between your legs. And you say, you know what, I'm going to leave. I'm going to spare you the trouble of... You know, firing me, I'm going to go. That would be the best case scenario, but yeah, I have a really sinking suspicion that that's exactly what's going to happen, is that Ari's going to investigate this, or TKO will investigate this, they'll get the list of names, and people are going to be gone.
2: If they're even still with the company, because there's been a lot of people who have been cleared out since the merger... So who knows who's still working for the company?
1: I would say anybody connected to Vince that's not Hunter. And it may may be Hunter. Hunter may have to go. Like, that's a really sad thing to say, especially considering all the work that he's done for the product and on the product. But Hunter may have to go. Nick Khan may have to go.
2: I don't expect neither one to go. I don't expect the, them to go because they were the ones leading the charge to remove him originally. So I think they'll be fine.
1: But I'm just saying it's it depends on how much they're going at ha- they're going to have to do in terms of the board to appease everybody. And obviously the biggest appeasement is Vince. Like everybody wanted Vince gone. Sponsors, TV deals, all that stuff. It's no you get rid of him because Brands don't want to be associated with this kind of thing, especially for all the details that came out about it. Brands do not want their connected to that kind of thing. So they were like, no, you need to fix this now or else we're pulling out. And they did. It's been, Vince is gone. But yeah, I just, God, I hope he doesn't.
2: Hurt. Hopefully this is the last, no, it won't be, last time we report on Vincent Kennedy McMahon in any manner, but I'm feeling we're going to be reporting.
1: And we're going to talk about this again.
2: We're going to be talking about this like again.
1: I fully no, no, totally no, expect more lawsuits.
2: Just save it for after WrestleMania. Thank you. Um.
1: Yeah, just just to be clear, all this happened. All of this happened like the day after WWE announced the Netflix deal. The day after. Excuse so... And that's what you want. That's what you want. You announce a five billion dollar deal with Netflix.
2: You bring the Rock in on Tuesday. And then by Thursday, it all goes to
1: hell. And Vince yeah. was at the bell ringing too.
2: He was. It's, that's his last. That's you, honestly, that is the last public appearance we will probably see of Vincent Kennedy McMahon.
1: Yeah. So with that, I say we take our first and only break of the evening. And when we come back, we are going to be talking all about NXT Judgment Day, which is this Vengeance. weekend.
2: Vengeance.
1: Vengeance. Or excuse me, Vengeance Day, one of the days. It will be airing this weekend, I believe, on the Peacocks.
2: On the Peacocks this Sunday. On the Peacocks and the WWE Networks
1: worldwide. Can, can they be consistent on their days? Make it either a Saturday or a Sunday.
2: Because they got a group deal for, for the arena, which is why it's on a Sunday. Because they're going to do Raw in the same building.
1: <sighs> ah, makes sense. So, you're listening to The Rack right here on WalterCardio.com, and we'll be right back.
0: Are you following us on twitch.tv WTR live? Do you have Amazon Prime? If so, you can link it to your Twitch account and subscribe to our Twitch channel for free with Twitch Prime. It's the easiest way to help support us for free.
1: Like what you hear? Subscribe to The Rack on Apple Podcasts. Just search for The Rack Radio Show. And while you're there, leave us a review and tell us your thoughts on your favorite show on a Thursday night.
0: Every Sunday night, the evolution continues with Wrestle Talk Radio, giving you all the latest happenings in sports entertainment with the intern, the producer, the original Tim Stein. And sometimes a case sheet. It's WTR Sunday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Mountain. Only on the Wild Talk Radio Network. Did you know that you can use support a creator code Ronsok in the Fortnite item shop? That's our O C K N S O C K in the Fortnite item shop. Hashtag ad because we are a hashtag epic partner every Monday night once Monday night raw ends the raw post show goes live
1: you want to hear a story, get the hell yeah.
0: join Lindsay and Sir rockin as they give their opinions on what they liked what what they didn't like. What? And what left them completely confused? What? It's the Raw Post Show. What? Monday nights. What? 11 p.m. Eastern. What? Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network.
1: And it's the bottom line. Go Stone,
0: This just into the CB Radio News Desk. Sources have confirmed that CB Radio will be live Saturday nights at 11.30 p.m. Eastern. Wasn't this confirmed last year? Yes. Then how is this breaking news? No one said it was breaking news. We here at the CB Radio News Desk are just confirming what has already been confirmed. To confirm, you are just confirming that CB Radio is live Saturday nights at 11.30 p.m. Eastern. Confirmed. We would like to remind you. Always trust the source that confirms that CB Radio is live Saturday nights at 11.30 p.m. Eastern. Confirmed. Confirmed. Hello, this is WWE Hall of Famer, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, and you're listening to Rack Radio.
1: And welcome back to The Rack, right here on WildTalkRadio.com, brought to you by our friends over at MBG Films. Check them out at YouTube.com slash MBG1211. And if you're listening to us over on RackRadioShow.com, WildTalkRadio.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. You're on Twitch and you happen to have a prime gaming sub available. You can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button down the bottom of the screen and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. You can also subscribe with the regular way, follow the channel, hang out and chat, or listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. And with that, we are here to cleanse the palate, as it were, and talk all about NXT Vengeance Day, which will li- air live this Sunday. On the Peacocks in the United States, and I believe on the WWE networks outside the U.S. for a little while longer. For the next year. For the next year. Um. So we're I, not gonna, I, we're not
2: we're not going to fold deep into previews or and we're just going to give casual thoughts and opinions and and the whatnots. Cause it's not a full preview like we do for other big events.
1: Because I don't watch NXT, um, but I do have one criticism because I did watch NXT this week. Yes. In light of what we just discussed.
2: Yeah, yes.
1: Who made the decision who to have Chase You be saved by JC, Jane and company deciding we're going to do a sexy calendar? Who, who made that decision? I need to know. Because Sh- in light of a... Shawn Michaels. In light of a massive, and I mean, massive lawsuit for, among many other things, like sex trafficking, why, why did anybody think it was a good idea to say, you know what, how we're going to save JSU is we're going to have the women whip their titties out. Why? Well, well
2: they didn't. They, for one, you didn't see any of that. There's none of that. Just assumed. You're assuming a lot of things.
1: They had an image on the screen of jay and Thea Hale in men's shirt and okay, nothing else. Okay,
2: then you're just assuming things.
1: It's in poor taste.
2: Hey, not disagreeing, but you're assuming <laughs> things. You're assuming things.
1: They will be, there will be tasteful nudity. We'll pull the twitch. There will be t- artistic, tasteful nudity. There may be
2: black boxes over things. You know, who knows? Um, But it's
1: just- I'm sorry. It's- it's a- it's a nitpicky thing, but to me it's like, in light of what had just happened, it's like, you- you ran that angle. You ran with that. You couldn't find another way to do that, to have Chase you save. Like, even if the girls go to the fucking gas station and buy scratch-offs, and they win enough money to do scratch-offs, like- uh, you couldn't do that, so instead, it's like we're just gonna we're gonna have a ladies' calendar where they're scantily clad, and that's how we're going to have save Chase. You? I, uh, it's uh, t- it's, fi- it's fine. It's not fine. It's, it's fine. It's fine. it's incomplete. It's incomplete and utter bad taste. Yeah. It's but really it's
2: fine. Just hold up the emote. It's fine.
1: <laughs> copium we're just gonna do copium moving on (laughs) but that's like my one criticism was like i was watching the show this week and that happened and i'm like y'all y'all no y'all no don't do this like i could have accepted if they had the men do it like a men's beefcake calendar like i i could have accepted that that would have been fine but like having the ladies do it is just kind of an in poor taste in light of everything. So this
2: Sunday is Vengeance Day has six (laughs) matches on including two featuring Trick Williams because watching other promotions watching the person wrestle twice has always worked out well.
1: Yep. Yep.
2: Especially probably it's going to be in the opener and in the main. And one's a tag match, and one's a tit- world title match. But besides, you know, you didn't, you just you did work for one company, it will work for another. So let's get into some matches, shall we?
1: I I I have no idea what's going on in this match. I I was very confused watching the show with in regards to this. Jack versus Joe Gacy. I have no idea what's going on. All I know is that Jack beat the shit out of Joe Gacy on Tuesday, and then chucked him into a dumpster. And then Ava Rain had a mad and yelled at D- Dijak, and Joe Gacy was still in the dumpster and came out of the dumpster. And I was just very... I I don't know what's going on here and
2: at they've all. Been, they've been going at it a little bit this over the last few couple of weeks, and Joe Gacy's still trying to figure himself out since the disbandment of whatever his group was called. So he's trying to find himself. And uh, he's, he's violent with Dijak. So they're going to have a no-DQ match. Um...
1: I so, fully expect DiJack to win this.
2: I Joe Gacy never wins, so yeah, DiJack's gonna win this match. <laughs> I
1: like I like what DiJack is doing. I just wonder if there's a way to make it more interesting.
2: There, there really isn't. because oh, he's yeah. got the
1: whole look going. Like the look is good and the attitude's good, but like it's just not engaging and then joe gacy's just jumped the shark i have no idea what's going on there
2: i wouldn't disagree um but here we are so i'm gonna go die jack i'm going die jack uh, i hope you everyone can hear this but we'll 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 see on this one uh we yeah wheel wrestler one wrestler one which is die jack
1: die jack yeah
2: a ball does die jack win
1: question mark
2: better not oh you, dear you, you, you does joe casey win april very doubtful. need to
1: be definitive
2: very doubtful very doubtful this is, there you go next on our sheet of people up
1: next we hey our six person mixed tag team match the family tony d'angelo channing stacks lorenzo and adriana rizzo taking otm Lucian Prize Bronco Nema and Jada Parker with scripts.
2: Reggie, um, your tag team champions aren't going to lose, so I'm picking the family.
1: I'm. I will also agree with that.
2: Eight ball. Does the family win? You may rely on it. And wheel. It really isn't much. That it's just a six man. Wrestler 2. So that would be OTM. Uh, Since you're going off a of wiki, save that one for last.
1: Okay. Obafemi, your champion, is taking on Dragon Lee in a singles match for the NXT North American Championship. I,
2: so Obafemi I... so Obi- cashed in and, and won the championship from Dragon Lee after Dragon Lee successfully defended it against, I believe, Lexus King a few weeks ago. Now Dragon Lee is looking to recapture his uh, championship. Obi femi is um the first real standout of the nil deal for WWE. Mm -hmm. Um, he's come in and kind of proven himself there and earned himself a title shot for the North American Championship, and then they see a lot in him, thus putting the belt on him. This should be, in theory, Dragon Lee's swan song in NXT as he officially gets off the elevator and goes back up to. SmackDown where he was called up to, but had to come in and fill in for Wesley. Yeah. Um. I, so, and I, if you're wanting to create a new talent and make them legitimate, beating Dragon Leaf and retaining a championship would be the right move to
1: do. I would agree with that. I don't see need to take the title off of him, so we'll win.
2: Oba Femi for me, Oba Femi for you. 8-Ball goes, I didn't ask you, I for, forgot to ask 8-Ball. 8-Ball, does Oba Femi retain... It is sadly so. I never asked the question. I just shook it. Wheel. What do you think?
1: Wrestler one. Okay. Oba. All right. Next. Up next, we have Lyra Valkyria. Valkyria. Valkyria taking on Roxanne Perez in a singles match for the NXT Women's Championship match. There's some very weird stalker things going on in this that I'm not quite sure about. <laughs> um.
2: Yes. Yes. There are. Ly- Lyra has a this- a very friendly person who likes to likes likes her.
1: She's a tad obsessed.
2: Uh, she's a little obsessed, yes. Um, and and put Roxanne through a table last week. So, 'cause she thought Lyra w- wanted it to happen.
1: She was under the table. She like came out from under. the table. She it was, was on
2: the she she. Who knows what she <laughs> never mind. Anyway, um.
1: She is a shrine to Lyra.
2: Yes, yes, she does. In the way Mickey James had one known of Trish here's it go um yeah people like things and have shrines to them that's just that's normal it's normal yeah, It's not normal. normal
1: that's not normal people have shrines to people that's
2: normal
1: that's okay fine who's your shrine to
2: i don't have a shrine uh but for others <laughs> it's normal <laughs> People built shrines. We've seen it in wrestling for years. Wrestlers are weird. They have shrines. Uh huh. Anyway, Lyra retains her championship. I kind
1: of go with Roxanne, but yeah, I have to agree with Lyra. Like the only way I can see Roxanne wins is if the Stalker screws it up for Lyra. But I said and, she would and, and
2: she and she could. It's been a year since Roxanne's held the championship. I kind of feel like she's on her. Um,
1: for an on her way up
2: the elevator too. Is it normal to have hair of others? Asking for an acquaintance for legal reasons. Well, if you have hair of, of someone, then just let everyone know and we'll we'll judge you. Uh, anyway, um,
1: <laughs> it depends on how it was collected, honestly.
2: A ball does Roxanne win? It is decidedly so. will wrestler one having right, Lyra? Ly- Lyra retaining. So let we'll run we'll, Let's go to the. Dusty match first. Alright,
1: so in your match for the Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic, the men, and if they win, they receive a future NXT Tag Team Championship match. You have the Wolf Dogs, which is a terrible day, Baron Corbin yes. and Braun Breaker taking on the Trick Bello Gang, Carmelo Hayes, and Trick Williams.
2: So, one, it was. So, we talked about having shrines. It's also normal for people to come up with tag team names while in the shower. And mm, that's what Braun did. He came up with the name Wolf Dogs in the Shower while thinking about Baron Corbin.
1: You didn't need to add that. You it's really didn't did.
2: need. That, that's what he said. That's what he said on television. I'm just repeating what happened that- on the television. I am repeating things that happened on TV.
1: You know, again, there are just certain things that don't be added or said, and that's one of them.
2: But it aired on television. Gotta give context for people who are not watching the program on a weekly basis, Lindsay. Gotta give context.
1: No, no, that that context was not necessary at all. Really, really, seriously, just, not necessary. Just,
2: just because your brain took it elsewhere it doesn't mean anything.
1: You could have left the part <laughs> out about the shower. Well, that's where it happened. I. You could have left that out.
2: I no. Again,
1: context. No, no, context. no, 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 no. no. It, it's yes. still an awful name.
2: It is still a very awful name, but apparently, they, hopefully, they're shirts people buy them. So anyway. So point.
1: Is it wrong, by the way, that when I saw the graphic with Corbin on it, I was like, who the hell is that? Because he doesn't look like Baron Corbin at all in the graphic.
2: No. Anyway, so Braun and, and Bron- Baron have, were fighting and now they're getting along and kind of um, taking on Trick and Mellow and all the whole thing that's been going on there with for them with months and... Carmelo trying to clear his name and Trick trying to trust him again. And then because um where's how we're gonna tie everything together, Dragonov was, was out of action for a few few months. Carmelo was like, Hey Trick, you wanna be my partner in the Dusty Classic? And Trick was like hesitant, but agreed because Dragonoff wasn't around. So after they won their first match, guess who showed back up? Ilya Dra- Ilya Dragonoff showed back up. Um so Trick's focus has been on the tag team. But more importantly, it's been focusing in on the title, the NXT Championship, and Carmelo, Carmelo is um trying to be okay with it, but Trick keeps going and looking at the pretty gold belt rather than wanting to team with Carmelo, and we saw that evident at the end of NXT this past week. So it makes you wonder what, what the focus is, and it may cost Trick and Carmelo everything at Vengeance Day because I have a feeling they're not gonna win the Dusty Classic and I don't think Trick is gonna win the NXT Championship because I think Carmelo's gonna have it after they lose the Dusty Classic. I think Carmelo costs Ilya or costs Trick the match against Ilya.
1: I I can back that up. By the way, since we're just talking about both right now, God damn, Ilya can get red. Yes, he can. Like, the end of the show where he's like pissed at Trick. It was like, Dude, dude, you need to calm down. You're going to pop a blood vessel. Like, that is not healthy. Yeah. Like, damn. But no, I, I agree with all of those sentiments. I have absolutely nothing to add to that because that makes complete and utter sense to me. So I'm going with uh, the Wolf Dogs and their horrible name win, and also Ilya Dragunov wins.
2: So I'm going to go Wolf Dogs and ball. do the Wolf Dogs win? My sources say no. As we said mm. in the commercial, tr- trusted sources, we'll
1: wrestler 1
2: So that would mean the wolf dogs win that one. So you're going you're going Ilya, I'm going Ilya, Ape does trick. Get it done on Sunday. Sources again say no ball and we learn to trust the sources and we go to the w- wheel. wrestler 2 So that's trick. Yeah. So there you go. That's that's Vengeance Day, which airs live this Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Check your local listings for time and availability in your area. And we'll have it all recapped next Thursday here
1: on the show. We will, but with that, we're done. So you got stuff to plug, so plug away.
2: Saturday, Saturday, 11.30 p.m. Eastern, CB Radio Live is back with Greater Than Great Debate. And so much more with the Intern's Corner at CB Radio Live's. Saturday night, 11.30 p.m. Eastern. It's Sunday night, it's WTR, Sunday night, Russell Talk Radio. 10 p.m. Eastern, they're going to talk about stuff. Monday night, it's so the Raw Post Show, 11 p.m. Eastern. We'll be back next Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, reviewing NXT Vengeance and all the news, and hopefully nothing is um, newsworthy as the last couple of weeks. It's rack radio show on all social media platforms, wherever you get your podcast, YouTube, music, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, just search "Direct Radio Show, direct Radio show on all social media platforms at Wild Talk Radio, Facebook.com, says Wild Talk Radio, or chat. If you have us on Prime, link to your Twitch account it's called Prime Gaming Support and shout out by clicking the purple rectangular button below the screen. You can also use code code rock and suck, or
1: Linz M. Ward
2: in the Fortnite M shop or Epic Game Store. Why? Because
1: we are hashtag Epic Partners. You can follow me on most of the social media at Linz Ward, LNSWD. You can check me out on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Linz Ward. You can follow me on YouTube, YouTube.com slash at and you can follow me on TikTok at LinswardZero, and while you're liking and subscribing and ringing bells and doing all the things, you can head over to Match channel, MBG Films, YouTube.com slash MBG1211, and give him a follow and a like and a subscribe, and tell him we said hi, because he's an awesome guy. for Rock, I'm Lindsay Ward. We're gonna go take off for the night. We hope you have a great one. And we're out. Bye!